that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. But that God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian pagan God has raised that will help defeat Satan and the new world order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven. So that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you, and I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on, wow, it's Monday, July 17th, and I'm a little behind here. Sorry for the late, later start, but we got a great show uh, packed for you. I'm wearing my big new headphones that have an EMF protection device on it. It's supposed to be better than the AirPods, so we'll see how that works. <laughs> but uh, nothing like uh, being 100-degree weather in Dallas and having huge headphones on your head, but we'll see if I can get used to this or not. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we are going to be getting over the lies in Brandonomics. He got caught in a fact check lie saying that uh, things uh, improved when they didn't. Uh, we'll be talking about that. We got the expert Kirk Elliott, Dr. Doctor, coming on to let us know about what's going on outside of Brandonomics. And we're going to get into a lot of news and a lot of prophetic words as well as, as, as dig into Revelation chapters 4 and 5. And then moving to praise and prayer. So we got a, a couple, two and a half hours of a, a great show lined up for you. And so we'll dig into that right now. I wanted to move quickly and to catch up a little bit here into um, the news from Biden. Um, Biden gets brutally fact-checked with what's Bidenomics is really is. Uh, he calls it Bidenomics. I like the Brandonomics uh, term better. <laughs> but uh, the Brandonomics are really hurting. We'll dig into this article in a little bit after we talk to Kurt. And then also look at this, it could take decades to refill the America's oil reserves drained by Biden. Uh, everything that he's doing um, to try to make him look better 
is really hurting us in other ways. But let's dig into uh, Kirk Elliott. You can find him on kirkelliottphd.com slash B2T. The link's down below in the video if you want to know more information about Kirk. But uh, Kirk, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you, Rick? No, I appreciate you coming on Monday night, Monday night again to give us an update. So uh, you heard about uh, Brandonomics uh, a little bit here. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, Brandonomics is is based on on lies and deceit. I mean, it just is. It's like they they can't make the economy look good on their own merit, so they have to like make some stuff up. Right. I mean, it's it's not even joking. For example. Um, just yesterday, Janet Yellen actually says one of the dumber things I've ever heard anybody say, who's supposedly as smart as she is. She said funding Ukraine, Yellen says that funding Ukraine's war effort is the best boost for the global economy. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so here's where economically this is so wrong. Yes. Like, so, so war does not ever bring benefit and prosperity and productivity it brings destruction right yes. you it's it's the the ultimate case of good money chasing bad right so we all work hard as as american taxpayers we 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 you know generate tax revenues for the government on our sales taxes income taxes property taxes everything else so so that should be used to build infrastructure it should be used to pay off our debt it should be used to grow the economy for r&d whatever well what they're using it for, whenever you use money for war, A, people die, right? So now there's fewer people funding an economy with spending. You're using it on things that go to waste. For example, bullets, right? Or or anything else that, that are just, well, once you shoot it, they're gone. You know, that was a waste of money right there. And so so then you you actually have to rebuild the buildings that are destroyed during war. So it might be a short-term economic boost as, as you hire people to rebuild things that you've destroyed, but that's not a viable mid-term or long-term solution because it's always money that it costs. Hey, hey Kirk, you know, can, you, can, can, you see the, can you see this? Yes. It says, diversity is our strength. And, it, <laughs> and it's got, everybody's got a Ukraine flag on their head, right? So, yeah. That's real diverse. I mean, you know, it's Ukraine is every, everybody agree that you have to give money to Ukraine, et cetera, right? So anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, no, that, that is that is really funny. And, and but in sort of a sick, twisted way, right? Yeah. It's like this is what they believe. But but so anyways, she has to lie about that. But why does she have to lie about that? Because it's a it's not true. But B, they have to make their economic program, what they're doing, look good to the rest of the world, at least look good to the U.S. public who might not understand what she's actually saying. So tell you who does understand what they're actually saying is this guy. Okay, obviously not, and probably, well, I shouldn't say obviously, that's stereotyping, but probably not from America. So his name is Zoltan Postzar, mm -hmm. right? So. Um, but he's a genius. I've, I mean, I've been reading this guy for years. I don't know what country he's from, but he's really, really smart economist, arguably, arguably been the world's foremost expert in the ugly nuances um, and arcanery in world money, right? So that's kind of what he does and he studies. So, so but what, basically what he said in this article I read on Zero Hedge is that the global financial systems divorcing it's a monetary divorce from dollar hegemony meaning 
we've had we've been accustomed since um the early 1900s having a currency that's backed by gold right then when 1944 we went to the Bretton Woods system which was um basically made us the world's reserve currency of the world but consumers the citizens of America could no longer own gold but countries could still trade back and forth in gold you know to pay off their debts so this made us the world's reserve currency for stability and and so forth but then that was eliminated in the early 70s when Nixon closed the gold window but then we got it right back again in 1973 when we actually added the gold standard where the or the oil standard we're now the petrodollar petrodollar so yeah. that's all being diminished right so this is where he's saying the world has to get used to um a monetary system without the dollar so it's going through this money monetary divorce and becoming more multipolar so what do we mean by multipolar means instead of having just one global reserve currency you've got the BRICS nations which is all kinds of countries that kind of like a euro right it's kind of like the euro except on a more global scale um that that basically is is divesting itself of just one currency ruling the world kind of like the ring in lord of the rings right one <laughs> ring to rule them all right now these are all just many countries going in and this whole thing is called de-dollarization mm-hmm. where they're taking you know bilateral trade agreements between brazil and and china for example saying okay you're not going to pay for these goods between these two countries in us dollars anymore you're going to use the yuan or between saudi arabia iran and russia they're saying you're not going to use dollars anymore either you're going to use the ruble right so so this is de-dollarization where they're eliminating the demand for us dollars so here's where the zoltan guy um has a I'm going to quote him a couple of times here. It's like, if you go into a world where trade is not dominantly invoiced in dollars, it's no longer a machinery where the dollars are getting created on the margin. In fact, the dollars are getting accumulated on the margin. See, the dollars aren't being created to spend. They're being accumulated, you know, with stimulus money and so forth. And this is just a wrong way to build a monetary base. So, you can't recycle those earned dollars back into the system without funding higher interest rates, right? It's just, it's inflation. So what we're starting to see is evidence that more and more commodity trades are being settled in renminbi, which is the Chinese internal currency. The yuan is their external currency. So they're trading in Chinese internal currency. It's like, wait, you're getting rid of the US dollar trading in chinese currency it's like hmm maybe there's more to this than than meets the eye right because imagine a, a world where they're using just one of the brics currencies the the renminbi um to actually start to facilitate trade this this anti-american de-dollarization is much bigger than i expected and i even thought if china if other countries are taking the chinese internal currency for payments this is bigger than i thought right so so now we've got an issue where and where instead of this unipolar world we've got this multipolar world and nobody knows who to trust this is the divorce right divorce always happens because a lack of trust between two people that were in relationship with each other right so same thing in this world um the the global economy used to have a relationship with the US dollar they don't trust it anymore and they 
don't know where to look, right? Should we go to this currency or that currency? Should we do CBDCs? What should we do? You know what's starting to actually come back into this theme is gold backing mm -hmm. currencies, gold backing the BRICS currencies, gold backing other currencies, right? Um, but but here's where we're starting to see gold is not backing any Western currencies. They're basically backing countries that are not geopolitically aligned with the U.S. and they're shunning U.S. treasuries. They're shunning the dollar and they're buying gold instead. Mm -hmm. This is the great divorce, right? That's happening as as we've squandered our time in the sun and the BRICS nations are rising up and there's really no way, divorces are never easy. They're never fun. They're always painful. I don't care you know, what kind of analogies you wanna use. And this is gonna be no different in this monetary world because you, you can't lose the reserve currency status and expect it all oh, it's just gonna be fine and dandy overnight. We're just going to another system. No, we are losing that system um, and that will change our way of life because they're going to have to print their way out of it if there's no foreign demand for our currency anymore. Well, silver is starting to really reflect that in the price movement. So over the last four days, silver's up about 9% in four days, right? We're not talking about a year or a month or a half a year. We're talking four days, right? Yeah, but they're just going to so put derivatives and bring it back down every time it goes up until the Babylonian system gets wiped out. <laughs> So to, to me, I don't even gonna... look at the fluctuation. It's just like, okay, we got to wait till the Babylonian system crashes and, and we go to gold standard. But anyway, that's my yeah. long-term perspective on that. No, that is a, that is a good, very valid long-term perspective because it, it is going to crash, mm -hmm. right? right. And before the enemy is at the enemy gate. So if the enemy were way out in the middle of the desert somewhere, nobody gives a flip and it's like, oh, well, they're, they're coming, but they're so far away, we don't have to worry about them. When the enemy is right at the gate, yeah. the, the waiting to blast that door down, that's when the battle becomes the most intense, right? And that's what we're seeing right now because it's a battle of haves versus have-nots. It's a battle of mm -hmm. are, the, are the banking system as we know it going to win and change to a digital version of their paper-based money? Or is there going to be an alternative system like state chartered banks like Texas, what they're proposing, that's gonna have a non-federal state bank that's not part of the FDIC, but it's backed by gold, right? I think you're gonna to start to see massive amounts of states' rights manifesting themselves into the fold. And that is going to be the banking answer to a corrupt system. But our financial answer to a corrupt system is simply invest into strength. Right. Allocated silver, it's the fastest growing asset in the world, but it also gives you this added element of safety because you can use it for barter if push comes to shove, use it to buy groceries and whatever else you need from local merchants if they don't want our currency anymore. It's like, no matter how you look at it, whether it's a preservation of freedom or just a phenomenal asset that grows, everything's pointing towards silver right now. Not forever. Some point we're going to lock in our profits and get out, but for right now, everything's pointing towards silver. Yeah, it just makes so much sense, and that's why I did five transactions with you, <laughs> and uh, trust yeah. Kurt because uh, he I know he's going to be in Las Vegas with us. Uh, he's going to be thinking to be in Chicago as well with Mary. I'm not sure. Um, up in uh, uh, she's got a conference coming up in August as well. Um, so uh, so it, it, there's a but he, just because you have a patriot that loves this country and loves. Um, obviously economics as well and can help us navigate through this so Kirk Elliott has 
a team that gives free consultations, financial consultations for your specific circumstances. This isn't one size fits all. So um, uh, go to the link down below in the video at kirkelliottphd.com slash B2T. Uh, the de-dollarization is real, isn't it, Kirk? It's going to happen for sure. <laughs> it's, it's very real. So is consolidation in the banking system. Big banks are buying up all the small ones. Um, and and these are these are big deals. The only thing that this guy Zoltan, who's very, again very intelligent, um, talked about in this this kind of heavy research article is the only one thing the standard the the kind of plumb line is that gold is going to back currencies and it's going to be your safe haven in in times ahead. So that begs the question: Well, why don't we go into gold now? Well, because silver's outperforming. Before we get to that point, we can probably or it's undervalued. Double. I think. I think. I think. To I look at it as undervalued versus outperforming. I don't know if you agree with that. <laughs> undervalued. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just because it because if you look at the price at the highs, right, uh, silver's way under what it used to compared to gold, right? Yep, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So awesome stuff, Kirk. Really appreciate you taking the time, and um, we'll see you next Monday. If I don't see you beforehand, again, when you call call him, it's probably the easiest and fastest way to do this um, to get to get on the schedule of a financial consultant. It would be seven two zero. What is it? Seven two zero. I'm sorry. Seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. That's seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. All right. Thanks so much, Kirk. Really appreciate you. All we'll right. see ya. Yeah, and guys, Bye. this is getting critical now. Seriously, that you do not want to miss this from a perspective of not being uh, you know one day late, it's over, right? <laughs> so, uh, and some of these things take three or four weeks to happen. So, so get on his schedule. Go to kirkelliottphd.com. The link down below, or you can just give him a ring. Here's my the page he built for me. Again, I've done five transactions with him because I trust this guy. Seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. Just give him a call. Doesn't matter if you're even international. You can give him. A, you can call him there as well. Um, they help clients internationally all the time, and then also you can either store store it in a depository. You can take it a, a physical, um, and and hide it yourself or store it somewhere you you want to. Um, just make sure you have some. I would have some coins on hand as well as have some stuff stored with under under brink security, etc. Seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. Make sure you diversify. Get good advice from a financial consultant. I'm going to dig into Biden gets brutally fact-checked in a little bit more detail. This is kind of funny if you just look at here. Here he says, he basically uh, says, right now, real wages for the American average American worker is higher than it has been before the pandemic, with lower wage workers seeing the largest gains. Um, that is, uh, that's Bidenomics. And that's uh, President Biden trying to say, that's Bidenomics, right? And uh, which is kind of funny. You can see that on Twitter right there. President Joe Biden talking about it. You can see all the probably the bots talking about it. But what's interesting is it now got a fact check on it. And so um, if you go down a little bit further, you're going to see somebody just saying, in reality, this is Tommy Piggott, prices are 16.6% and real wages are down 3% since Biden took office. That's Bidenomics. <laughs> so, so I call it Brandonomics, right? And uh, again, they he just will lie because they, I guess that's what he's told to do by the teleprompter or whatever, or he comes up with it uh, on his own. Um, but even Roseanne Barr, who was going to be at the Las Vegas um, Reawaken tour, by the way, you can get tickets at time 
and you will see uh, I, I will be there Gus will be there we'll have uh, I know Amanda and Julie Green all those all of us will be at this uh, once a quarter event now that used to be monthly right but this is a then Roseanne Bart replies to that same tweet saying fact checkers that actually fact check are so cool for so long it's been a tool talking about fact checkers are a tool to run hit pieces on people who tell the truth to establish the establishment doesn't like but now it's doing the work it was set out for. Love it. So uh, we're using that same term as uh, trying to ta take it back to rule facts versus twisted um, um, punishment to anybody who's, who steps out of line, right? So that is, that is really good news, I believe, from that perspective. Here you see, again, we talked about the decades of refill the oil reserves drained by Biden. Um, that is just uh, happening in a big way right now. We need to get rid of this president as soon as possible obviously it's going to be under god's timing um, but um, some of the prophetic words i heard lately make it sound like it's not going to be as soon as we probably want it i believe it's going to be a a, a, a different type of election whether it goes in november of 2024 i think it's going to be before that with a military um, run election is what i believe but there was a prophet that i that i trust that was talking about our big celebration is going to be July 4th, 2020. Um, you know, I can like this, 2025, right? Three years from three years from now, she was saying. It would, when we, no, no, 2026, because that would be uh, that would be um, when you have the fit 150 years. It says we're 147 years now old, right? If you go back, and then so and, and that's here in 2023, and. So we have to wait three more years, according to that, to get to 150 is what she's saying is going to be the big celebration. So hopefully that will be, obviously we're going to make great progress before that. But uh, that, that was like one of those things that just kind of hit me going, oh gosh, I guess we're buckling down for the long term. <laughs> and when you're trying to just figure out timing on this, right? Nobody's really got the timing. That, um, but we, we, we uh, continue to try to do the best we can here as we look at everything, all these different factors. Um, Fauci, health officials accused of illegally approving $26 billion in grants using taxpayer dollars. This digs in. You'll have, the, 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 again, this, this article in the show notes. But following a letter sent on July 7th, members of the Energy and Commerce Committee held a news conference last week on what they said was Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra's failure to lawfully reappoint 14 National Institute and health officials, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, following a bipartisan law passed in 2016, the 21st Century Cures Act, the Secretary of HHS to repoint NIH Institute of Center Directors every five years, starting with those who terms would expire in December of 2021. So you can see there, um, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's, that's what the elites do all the time. They break every rule, right? They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about laws or rules. There's been a complete breakdown of accountability at that agency, and that has lost the trust of the American people, especially during COVID-19. Um, 14 NIH officials, including Dr. Fauci, held unlawful positions and exercised authority that, did, that they didn't have, which included approving $26 billion, billion with a B, in grants. Um, wow, that's going to be fun to see, see Mr. Fauci and the whole medical cartel get exposed, right? And that's why I talk about share health care all the time, guys, to get rid of your cabal insurance and come with, a, come with somebody that actually cares about you, right? <laughs> share health care. So, so we're, we, get, we get health care versus sick care. 
uh, because that's what this is all about. And so you can get that in the link down below as well, sharehealthcode.com slash rickb2t. Use rickb2t when you sign up on that. We need to move off of this sick care system. That is for sure. Russia accuses UK of direct involvement in Crimean bridge explosion with terror claim. So um, it killed a 14, I mean, uh, the 14-year-old parents, injured a 14-year-old and killed two of her parents. And um, again, this is the drone attacks that we're seeing. The West try to do everything they can to make Ukrainian lives miserable and then blame everything on Russia. And so you can see Russia clearly saying, um, uh, issued an extraordinary attack on the U.S. and U.K. in the wake of partial destruction of the Crimean Bridge, which left a 14-year-old girl injured and killed her parents. Without providing corroborative evidence, this is the, 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 the exactly what happens when you uh, when you get the fake news. And they, they and any time they're reporting on something, they always say without evidence, without evidence, without evidence, right? And when when they're doing their narrative, they just put it in your face over and over and over again like it's a fact, right? Um, but I really do believe, guys, that Russia is 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 a more likely, uh, reliable truth source than any MSM uh, um, prophets of Baal, right? So that that's uh, one thing that we gotta gotta always um, understand. But it's but obviously Russia knows this uh, this is most likely a attack from the West. And uh, so what are they doing? They're even saying Ukraine grain deal expires after Russia quits. So basically, you're basically saying that Russia is not going to allow the Black Sea to be opened for Ukraine to basically make money to fund fund war against Russia. Uh, so that would make sense to me. But uh, obviously, the West is, is, is complaining about that in a big way. Hey, we've got a great show lineup here with Reverend Craig Hagan coming on tomorrow night. First time he's been on, it's going to be exciting. Then we'll get an update on Volpony about this whole, his his thoughts on gold and silver. He's an expert in that area, but also a timeline analyst. I'm going to hit him pretty hard on some things because uh, a lot of love what he's been thinking is going to happen has not. Uh, and now I hear some of these prophetic words talking about 2026 being the big celebration. It's like, ouch, <laughs> right? So, uh um, but uh, I think it did talk. It did come back to the 2024 election being a, 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 a turning, a huge turning point. Um, I'm hoping that's 2024 military election, even before November. We'll see if that happens. Jim Meehan coming coming on, a, a, an MD, been fighting this medical cartel. Trey Smith, he has his new um, video out where he did massive research on the Exodus. So I think you'd really enjoy that. Make sure you, you see that. We'll be talking about that with Trey on uh, the 26th of July. Then we have Clay Clark as well as 107 coming back on and Dr. Artis. He also calling out this medical cartel in a big way. Really excited about all these people coming on on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You can get a backstage pass, by the way, and be back here with those guests doing Q&A with them, uh, especially like Dr. Artis. And he, he's even asking personal, uh, answering personal questions, something that you usually have to pay for. You get free for free here. Go to, go to blessedteach.com. Go to the backstage tab. And you can be backstage with all those great guests as well as have all the other advantages of what people paid $17.76 a month for for years. So it's again, pay forward model. You can come on. We'd love to have you free backstage here on Zoom when we do praise and prayer, when we do uh, uh, all the benefits are listed there. So go look at that. Mary Crowley is having her second event of Open the Heavens. Um, she had one I attended in Mount Rushmore. It was beautiful. I need to show you that, guys. I wonder if I can find that real quick. So we were, there was a story, and a lot of people reported on this already, and I don't know how I missed it, 
but I'm going to try to find it on my, uh, I'm going to bring up, um, see if I can find Mary Crowley when she sent me a picture. But anyway, we were at the base of the mountain and we were all praying for over an hour and a half, maybe a couple hours, right? At the bottom of where you could look up the very, probably one of the lowest points you get in Mount Rushmore, looking up to the mountain, right? And uh, there's a big American plat flag pole there. It's one of the reasons we were there. I, 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 led a, I led a prayer, all of us grabbing the pole there with SG and on and all these awesome, awesome patriots. And somebody couldn't find us and was walking around and he saw a picture and took it. I just want to show you guys, see what you think about this. And uh, that picture was something in the cloud um, that people said, hey, I think I know what this is. So let me see if I can bring this up. And here it is. So here's the picture while we were praying at the bottom of the Mount Rushmore. Somebody took a picture of this. And so this is the speculation. But what this guy saw in him, he saw that looks like Trump's face right there. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> so I kind of saw it a little bit too. But uh, that is uh, what a lot of people are reporting on and going, oh my goodness, okay. Because there's a lot, a lot of predictions that that's going to happen and that that was in the clouds the moment we were praying for it. So anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting um, uh, as we look at this. So, But we're going to have another Open to Heavens in Chicago on August 18th and 19th, Orlando Park, Illinois. And again, you can see Southbridge Church, We're gonna, it's going to be at, so you can get in for free. Although if you want to get in the closest seats, uh, you want to pay the VIP, and the VIP allows you to come and new meet and greet with all the speakers. I think you'll really enjoy that. That was fun for me too, to meet everybody at the last event, and uh, it was really, really neat experience. So again, we're going to have 107 there, Andrew Whalen with his dreams, Mary Crowley. I'll be speaking there again um, about uh, a lot about God wants to speak to you, right? Um, Manuel Johnson will be there. Just beautiful, beautiful people. So come and uh, join us at, in Chicago if you can make it on Friday, August 18th and Saturday, August 19th. The following week is the Reawaken Tour. Again, you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you can see uh, just awesome speakers that we are going to have in Las Vegas. And um, right here, just this is the feature. It's an indoor facility. You spent uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars on a controlled facility. That's it, in, a, in a big ranch area because nobody would let him do the tour without um, until he found somebody that did not own a hotel but owned a ranch. Um, but anyway, that's going to be a beautiful facility. going to be great to be there. Uh, one of the special guests is Roseanne, Roseanne Barr is going to be there for the first time. So it's going to be fun if you can make it to those events. All right, let's get to digging into a few, uh, few more articles. Um, and then we'll get into some prophetic words as well. Russia accuses UK of direct involvement in the Crimean bridge explosion with a terror claim. This is a different article, but this one um, focuses focuses on uh, that in a little more detail. Ukraine grain deal expires. We talked about that. Okay, so let's move to here. Open the heavens. Here is a, a word that we went through about half of it on on Thursday, and it is a word on July fourth from. Amanda Grace. And again, Amanda um, does, does longer words so they're harder to get through. So we went through about half of this. There's one thing that said a large scale attack in America and its brother Israel is being planned to occur close to proximity to the high holy days near the sound of the Trump, says the Lord. Now, I think the sound of the Trump is probably talking about the Feast of Trumpets. And if you look back, that would be the Feast of Trumpets right here is on September 15th and 16th. So there's a large-scale attack, the Lord's telling us, that's being 
being being uh, planned for Israel as well as the United States in mid-September. So we can pray with authority we have in Christ to confuse the enemy and not have this happen, right? So that's what I asked that we do as far as that part of the prophetic word. And we kind of ended right here when we talked about Trump needs to make a public proclamation. I'm pretty sure that's who uh, this the Lord's referring to when he talks about the public proclamation before the assembly must be, says the Lord, in humility. And I, the Lord, thy God, shall answer in a mighty way if such was done. So we can pray for Trump that he will actually humble himself and turn the country back to Jesus. Right? That is that's that's what I believe is going to happen halfway through his presidency when Kim Clement says the Holy Spirit's going to come on him and he is going to breathe the spirit on, on, on and Trump is going to go from, you know, a defender of 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 godly rights and wanting freedom of religion and being the, you know, knowing that God is is number 1 and Jesus is important and you know just basically talking about it in very basic terms too. Boom! A on fire believer. <laughs> so I cannot wait to see that change in Trump, and he needs to do that public proclamation to the world that we need to turn to the Lord, and that is going to be a big turn of events. It says, "I have set before you a choice: choose this day whom you will serve. For I, the Lord thy God, am a righteous judge. My rulings can overturn earthly ones, and I, the Lord, shall God, shall turn such indictments upon the mob of donkeys and elephants and those mutated creatures, the dragons, the camels. I shall turn the indictments upon them, which shall mortally wound the nations connected. For arrows have been sent forth, says the Lord, such arrows of justice, of judgment, of uncovering of truth. Arrows of destruction to destroy the plans of the enemy. Arrows will a dual spear. Arrows with a dual spear, says the Lord, shall hit in two places in multiple departments and nations. So that's what's going to happen. So look for Trump to make that proclamation, public proclamation of his faith in Christ. It'd be really interesting. For thus says the Lord, the enemy has driven stakes into the soil of your nation in key areas. They have the ability to be pivotal in turning your nation. He has driven a deep stake into the soil and hardens the soil around such to prevent it from easily being pulled out. However, says the Lord, there is an army of warring angels. Their assignment is on a scroll and they shall assist those I have anointed in breaking up the soil, destroying the barrier, and lifting those stakes out of the ground. These stakes are connected to high places that will suffer some of the biggest strikes and collapses in history in this season. For the claim to such has weakened and is a preparation to come down. So interesting wording there in the heart, and you guys let me know what you think that is, but I, I want to focus more on some of this. It's a long word, so I want to get to this capital stuff. This is really emphasized by the Lord in capital letters. Thus says the Lord, in this season, those who touch what is sacred to God shall be given their just portion. For such blasphemy and defamation, I, the Lord, have warned. I've been merciful. However, they want to defecate on what is holy, on what is sacred, and their cup of iniquity shall be poured out in the season for the very founding soil of the nation. The soil of the establishment of Israel is sacred to God. So there you go. You got the establishment of Israel, and you got everybody that's defecating and trying to destroy Israel as part of it. I also think this has, has to do with all everybody 
throwing the prophets under the bus. I think it has a lot to do with multiple meanings here, uh, as well as um, Trump, an anointed person, no anointed person being completely attacked at all times, right? And says the Lord of hosts, an Arab spring in Europe, says the Lord, it shall be revealed who is behind such and assisting in the stirring of the crowds for the physical fires burning in Canada, spiritually stretched and ignited a passion and fire in the people who want freedom from the bondage and unclean agenda of socialism, communism, anti-Semitism, from the tax collector, says the Lord, who have gorged themselves on draining the people of their wage. It shall stretch as a winter approaches in those areas, for it shall breach Britain as well. Italy shall have an influential hand in what happens. New Zealand is set for a major intense change and a discovery, says the Lord, that will shake their government and awaken the people, for their sin of innocent blood and sorceries have come up before me, says the Lord of hosts. Woo, so a lot of these elite you know, Five Eyes countries, etc., are going to be exposed for the evil they've been doing with the CIA black programs, I believe, and a lot of what they've been doing with literal cultic activities, right? Another thing that's kind of really interesting in here is talking about the fires in Canada, and as a, as a sign of the fires going to light up, the basically a revival, I think is what he's talking about there. And um, interesting, and it's really talking about these different federal reserves across the world that are basically the tax collectors of today, right? They said like the tax collectors used to used to take the Jewish people and overcharge them and uh, put them into bondage. Well, that's exactly what the IRS and the Federal Reserve does to us today. Um, the Lord is, is, is pointing to, to, to exciting things that will shake that. Um, Come unto me, those who are heavy laden, and I, the Lord, will give you rest. The process of learning to resist in me, there shall be adjustments for such to occur, and you are about to enter a season of much change in your lives. Adjustments, corrections, and setting things in order. New chapters shall open in chapters of your lives. Those that were painful, tiring, robbing of the fruits of the Spirit, those chapters are coming to a close, says the Lord, for you have preserved and been obedient even to your own emotional draining and pain. Many of you, my children, have continued to be obedient and run the race well, navigating difficult circumstances. Wow, what a positive thing there, guys. What does that mean? Just come to the Lord and you're going to get rest. I know it's been hard for many of you. Come to the Lord and get rest. That chapter is really, really clear on that 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 this season is almost over. So just keep on pursuing. Keep on running the great race. This continues. It says, Weeping may endure for a night. However, joy cometh in the morning. Joy. That door, the key is unlocking to such incredible joy in your lives. That is my good pleasure to pour out onto my faithful children. Favor as well. Many are being propelled to a higher level of such favor and position, and this is why such growing pains and assignments of the enemy have been so intense. What is bled will stop, says the Lord, for I am the great physician, and that affliction shall be healed and seize at my word, for I am Jehovah Rapha, your healer, strong tower and ever present. Woo! 
Guys, I, just, I believe a lot of this is going to be where the, the jab and all the damage of the jab and the shedding that we're getting of non-jab people, um, that is going to take the power of God to totally eliminate since it's designed to replicate in your system and your cells, right? Yeah, but we have the Jehovah Rapha on our side. But trying to do this all with medical cartels or trying to do just even the natural doctors that have good hearts is not going to take care of this. This is going to have to be a supernatural healing in many cases, right? And I think we're going to be part of that in, in this ministry. So one thing we're training people to do is make sure that they understand their authority in Christ and they understand how to pray for people in their healing, their supernatural healing, something that couldn't happen any other way. Right? Come under my wings. Let's praise. Let praise be at the forefront of your lips. And as the praises rise, great change will occur. For your deliverer has arrived, says the Lord. I have come for your words. I, the Lord, came for Daniel's words, even though the prince of Persia withstood Gabriel. That delay was defeated, and the answer readily came. I, the Lord, have come for your words, and my love shall surround you as well as my protection and favor as you go forth into this incredible leg of your race. I love my children, and it is my good pleasure to pour out unto them blessings that they cannot even contain. Running over, it shall run over, and no one shall be able to take or exhort or rob you of what I have given. Whew. Chapter after chapter here of just beautiful promises, guys. And uh, this is this is awesome. So again, at 21 days, it was the delay that if you look at Daniel, back in Daniel, where, where he, he, the, the, the angel was sent, Gabriel was sent to him right away, but it took 21 days and Michael's help to break through the Prince of Persia, these geographical demonic things that we can pray down and bind in our power and authority. Uh, these are the type of things that we need to do here. Um, but hey guys, the biggest thing I want to emphasize here is what, why we do praise and prayer and word and worship four days a week. Monday and Thursday, we do praise and prayer. We'll be doing tonight. Join us tonight. Put everything away and just enjoy praising and worshiping. Because what happens? It says, come under my wings. Let praise be at the forefront of your lips. And as the praises rise, great change will occur. You want change to occur faster in this nation? What do we do? Praise and thanksgiving is our weapons. Our melody, right? Our weapon is, our, is a melody, is one song. It even talks about surrounded, one of the songs we sing about fight my battles. Surrounded. So you're, you feel like you're surrounded, but now what? who's going to surround us? The Lord shall surround you as you pray and fight your battles with praise and worship. So don't miss this out of your life. If you're too busy on drunk intel and not in the word and not praising, Come to this ministry and change that all. And you will love it as God surrounds you and we worship him. For I, the Lord thy God, have put forth a very intense dividing line, a plumb line that shall separate those who truly serve me from those who peddle what is of the flesh and of the written deceptions and delusions of man. For you shall know what is of me and who is of me. And I, the Lord, am removing those around you who have refused to come into line, for they became a snare. That spirit of greed has been sent in retreat. You will know them by their fruits and by what they speak. For the power and authority shall rest upon them as the mouth of their flesh, 
and the mouth that speaks of the Lord shall be made clear, made known, and shall accomplish the purpose to further teach the people to discern. So the Lord's word is going to come out against all these pastors that are accepting homosexuality, accepting transgender, versus correcting it and loving them. It's a big difference. Love, love and, and tolerance are two different things. Tolerance and acceptance of sin is not loving people. And uh, I think that's part of the message here, right? I, the Lord, am raising a standard. I am raising it, and you shall carry it well. And those who refuse or go their own way shall fade, as the waiting in the swallow end must stop. The shallow end, sorry. The waiting in the shallow end must stop. The feeding of a sour milk must stop. As meat strengthens the body and nourishes the heart and the muscles, it produces a sound mind. The meat shall be fed by those who have grown and are willing to give it to the people to strengthen them for this historic and turbulent time. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the King of kings, who was and is and is to come, and to his kingdom there is no end. In the name of Yeshua, Hamashiach, amen and amen. It's interesting. I know this is an analogy, guys, but in anybody that's trying to take uh, where Daniel ate vegetables and his men ate vegetables because the meat was... was uh, actually being given to idols and he was more healthy after 10 days right he and meshach shadrach meshach and abednego the point being is that uh it is that this this is another example of the lord talking and and showing that that's not um he doesn't want everybody to be vegetarian if you want to be that by your own choice don't judge but don't judge others that are not okay that's a that's a that's a the New Testament says it all over the place where what goes into your body does not make uh, does not make you uh, sin right what comes out of your mouth makes you sin <laughs> that's what comes out that's what makes you sin so pretty cool stuff there um, there are so much prophetic words we're behind two or three on Julie she even did one on Friday and um, so just turn you to Julie Green Ministries to go dig into those I'll get I'll get to some of them if uh, time allotted. Um, I'll look through the three or four and maybe read some of the most most amazing stuff. There's some great stuff in here. It's all all the words are literally on our neighborhood. Everything you can find that I that I talk about is normally found in the neighborhood. Uh, my blog of my story is on the neighborhood. All of Julie Green's prophetic words. Uh, volunteers doing an awesome job on that, as well as Amanda's words. So again, way before they put them on their blogs or websites, because we take our search tool and uh, have volunteers getting the words of God to you as soon as possible in written form, and um, also you can search for them on Searchy and actually see see the um, actual word and sentence you're looking for very quickly and find that prophet reading it, which is very awesome. My uh, alone time with God is being documented now. Um, it's kind of a little nerve wracking for kind of a um, a person like me who's more of a um, I'm not an extra. What's that called? Where I'm, I'm more of an introvert, right? When it comes to being alone, right? I can entertain myself for hours by myself, <laughs> right? That's one thing I, why I'm a researcher, et cetera. But uh, to actually put this all out there, God told me to do it, so I'm just obeying. But this is my story that I want you to understand and, and it, where because I got it from Nathan French Ministries, a beautiful book called It's Not Meant to Be a Secret, God Wants to Talk to You. And it transformed my uh, way I hear from the Lord in a much more clear way. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, his story as well. 
Um, but I would just encourage you to go to Nathan French Ministries. I think I have it here. Here is the book. It's not meant to be a secret. Shows a door opening. God wants to speak to you. Okay. And Matthew 16, 19 says, And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Right. And um, this is amazing, guys. It's just how, how make expecting him to talk, talk to you. Make sure you get quiet. Make sure you are actually... Um, communicating with the Lord and then you expect to hear from you write down what he says right that's what I do I actually close my eyes and I just type what he's saying and uh, that is all documented I, I'll, I'll be you know two or three days behind sometimes but I documented what I heard this morning on Monday July 17th I documented what I heard Sunday right before I went live with the message on Revelation chapter 3 and then uh, here's Saturday, July 15th, what I heard from the Lord. As you can see, I'm in Talix. I'm recording what he's, what I'm saying to him and he's saying to me. It's a conversation I'm having with the Lord. It's a little different than what Nathan's doing. But uh, it's, it's really, really empowering. And God told me to let me know he wants many of you to do the same thing. Anybody that will take the time and actually exercise the techniques that Nathan teaches in the book, um, he wants to talk to. But, but it's up to you. You have to make that decision that you want to hear directly from the God and understand it and take those steps. So I'd really encourage you to do it because it's been an amazing journey for me. Um, again, um, this is a, a, another prophetic word from um, a mandate from heaven prophecy. This is Dr. Patricia's show. I, I put her on my social media sometimes. I've been following her for quite some time, just haven't had time. Just haven't really, really spent the time of actually putting her into searchy and researching her. But she's been right along the line with Julie and Amanda and Robin Bullock and Kim Clement's prophecies, even Mark Taylor's written prophecies. And um, she just has some powerful, powerful words. And this is another one. I'll just have it in the show notes for you. You can find it at the Dr. Patricia Show on YouTube. I don't, and she has a rumble, but I don't think this one was on there. Um, but one thing she pointed to was this scripture. And she said, and the Lord told her that, and this is similar to what Julie said. Julie said, his wrath, his, his, uh, his judgment's coming, his uh, vengeance is coming, but not his wrath. The wrath being the second coming, right? So it's two separate points in time. I thought it was really interesting. So the Lord has me on a mission to basically study all these prophets, understand all these past things that, that the Q drops talked to us about us and what I think is hap- going to happen from a perspective of all that research and then taking the word of God and what it says and searching the word of God to try to figure out where what times are we in and are these prophets true are these prophets uh, are these prophets what the prophets are all talking about the message yet to come is really right so where is that in the Bible so that's what I've been showing you through Isaiah 61 and Psalm 2 and the study of Daniel and uh, now we're going through Revelation doing the same thing right but here is a scripture from Isaiah 26 that, again, Dr. Patricia got that, that the Lord said that this has not happened yet. It's about ready to right now, that this is in our times. It says, Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself for a little while until the fury has passed by. And this comes back, this is 2620, um, back to this moment of the angel of death coming, right? And fury coming and judgment, the vindication coming. For behold, the Lord is coming out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. And the earth will disclose the bloodshed on it and will no more cover its slain. 
I mean, that's a direct, if that's applied to today, that's talking about all the child trafficking and all the horrible things they're doing to our children. And it's going to be disclosed and that uh, the, all the blood they shed is going to be, everybody's going to know about it. And they'll no more cover its slain. I was going, whoa, when I heard this prophecy from Dr. Patricia. Powerful stuff that I think is really applicable to today. All right, I'd usually go right into praise and prayer at this time. Um, I have way too much material. So what we'll do is um, go into a teaching and mix it in with the music. And that is uh, going to be Revelation 4 and 5, and we're going to mix it in with the music. I might just do Revelation 4 because of the time, um, but it's kind of one story, so I'd like to get through it both if possible. Um, and so what I'm going to do is just start on 4. The good news is it's only 11 verses, uh, but it's a powerful, powerful vision. So I've got this next uh, probably hour and 45 minutes or so, if you would mind just putting everything away and uh, just focus on the Lord. And uh, I think you're going to get some great teaching um, from, right from the Word of God, right? And you're going to be able to mix it with music and also um, some a couple of short YouTube videos that will allow you to, to for this to come alive for you, right? Talking about the throne in heaven. After this, I looked and behold, a door standing upon the open in heaven. And so I want to back up here. There's a... There's some beautiful music that talks about Revelation. So I just searched through all our 30 songs that we have done, these beautiful worship videos, and the ones that have Revelation in them a lot, we're going to play and sing to tonight, okay? And uh, there's several of them that have a lot of Revelation into it. And the second song I'm going to sing, so I'm, so I'm going to play one song before I get into this some more. I feel led to do that. And, and then we are going to read chapter 4, and then we're going to get into another couple songs, and then read chapter 5. And I'm going to show you a couple of videos as well. I think you're going to really enjoy this experience if you just um, put everything else away, no distractions, and just, just soak in this word. If you have to pause this, if you're listening to the recording where you can have a better time, come back to this when you have some time to just really understand Revelation 4 and 5 and the power of God's throne and the power of Jesus and the, and the, and the worthiness of Jesus. It's gonna be a powerful next uh, hour or so uh, plus. Uh, so I think you enjoy it. Um, let's start by singing um, just how great our God is, right? Um, again, this will have a verse in here from Revelation. The next one, Revelation song, has a ton of them. You can see this has several Revelation verses in it. It says, there is none like you, O Lord, you are great. And your name is great in might. That is Jeremiah 10, 6. And that's how great our God is. Another lyric in this song talks about the beginning and the end. Obviously, that's right from Revelation 21, 6. It says, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. This is Jesus talking. Remember, he is there at creation. He was never a created being. He is the creator along with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Um, here you see the lion and the lamb. Revelation 5 5 says, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. He's going to open up the scroll. And that's what we're going to talk about here in a second when we read Revelation 5. That's out of Revelation 5 5. And I, he looked at Jesus and he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Out of John 1 36. That was a John the Baptist saying, Behold, the Lamb of God. And um, a lot of what we're going to be praying about in the authority of Christ is because we have a name above all names. It's in this song, it talks about the name above all names. 
Philippians 2 9 says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. All right, that is going to be Jesus Christ, obviously. And we just need to understand, guys, that we're living an amazing time. We're going to see the vengeance of the Lord in our lifetime. I really believe that. Let's sing the How Great Is Our God. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide Trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice.
couple revelation verses there um, we're going to get into reading four and five and i'd like you to just kind of maybe even close your eyes if you'd like to kind of think through what you're envisioning here because this is given a vision as he uh, talks about this on both chapters three and four it says after i looked and behold a door standing open in heaven and the first voice which i had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said come up here and i will show you what must take place after this now this is a red letter vital that there's claim that is Jesus. Verse 2. At once I was in the spirit and behold the throne stood in heaven and one seated at the throne. And he who sat there had an appearance of jasper and carnelian and around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. Around the throne were 24 thrones and seated on the thrones were 24 elders clothed in white garments with golden crowns on their heads from the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and pearls of thunder and before the throne were burning seven torches of fire which are the seven spirits of god and before the throne there was as it were a sea of glass like crystal can you imagine that and around the throne, on each side of the throne, there are four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third living creature with the face of a man, and the fourth living creature like an eagle in flight. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within a day and night they never cease to say holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come and whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated at the throne who lives forever and ever the 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever they cast their crowns before the throne. Can you imagine? Saying, worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. That is the throne of God right out of Revelation 4. And there, I looked at a lot of videos, and the one I liked the best is out of this Gideon's film that gave their version of this. I want you to vision that for yourself first because it's probably more grander than any video could do, right? I'm sure this is way more than what this could do, but I thought this was a good, so about two, about two, two, minutes and, two minutes and 45 seconds, but it's worth, I think, looking at Revelation 4 from this perspective. So let's look. Revelation 4. After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Carmelian. A rainbow resembling an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. 
From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder. Before the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also before the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center, around the throne, were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and behind. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around even under his wings. Day and night, they never stop saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created and had their being. That's Gideon Films. Now we're going to go right into the song that's all about us. Oops. We're going to go right into this song that beautifully reflects Revelation all throughout it. That's called the Revelation Song for a reason. It says, Worthy is a lamb who was slain, right out of Revelation 5.12, which we're going to read here in a second. Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is a lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. He's going to be the only one that can open up the scroll. And then it says, sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Again, we're going to read that in a second too. Revelation 5.8. The four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb and they sang a new song. This goes back to all the way to Exodus 25 when they talk about the mercy seat. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold and you shall put the mercy seat on the top of the ark. There I will meet with you. He met with the high priest once a year in the Holy of Holies. But then when Christ died on the cross, the veil ripped from top to bottom, four inches thick, completely showing that we have access to God right through Christ. And he's the high priest. And Hebrews 9:11 says, But when Christ appeared as high priest, he entered once and for all into the holy places, meaning by, by means of his own blood, thus securing eternal redemption for us. Woo! Beautiful stuff. I'm going to back this up just a little bit because I want to hit this last part. And then obviously right out of Revelation 1.8 and throughout Revelation we see, I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God, who is and was and who is to come, the Almighty. So we're going to get into this Revelation 5 here when the song is deep into it. Let's worship together as we prepare our hearts to study um, chapter 5 of Revelation with the Revelation song.
mercy seat of pure gold, and you shall put it in the mercy seat on top of the ark, and there I will meet you. When Christ appeared as the high priest, he entered once and for all into the holy places by means of his own blood, the sacrifice of the Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, and received power, and wealth, and wisdom, and might, and honor, and glory, and blessing. that we're going to get into reading exactly what we just sung about and this is Revelation 5 and this is the scroll of and the lamb and again this is only 14 verses as well so we can get through this this again maybe close your eyes if you'd like and, and not Gus I see Gus is driving so <laughs> and uh, and actually um, envision this envision what you see here Says, then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written with it and on the back, within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain, with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scrolls and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom of priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders a voice of many angels numbering myriads and myriads and thousands and thousands saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. That is the scroll and the Lamb on chapter 5 of Revelation. Again, the same company that Gideon Films has a Revelation 5 video. Let's listen. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. 
and I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth would open the scroll or even look inside it. I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing in the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and on the sea and all that is in sea. To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Alright, with that we're going to get into another song and really worship what we just talked about. Even this song, Opened Eyes of Our Heart, Lord, has a verse in it that we attach to Revelation. And Revelation 4 at the end here. But, but this is all about opening the eyes of our heart, having the eyes of your eyes, hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. So this very King of Kings, Lord of Lords, that we just learned about in Revelation 4, has called you to a purpose, to the hope which he's called you. And we're going to see him high and lifted up shining the light of his glory right Isaiah 57 says for thus says the one who is high and lifted up who inhabits eternity whose name is holy Isaiah 57 15 and he Jesus was transfigured before them and his face shone like the sun and his garments became as white as snow in Matthew 7 2 we saw that pour out your power and love Ephesians 1 19 talks about and what is the immeasurable greatness of power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. That's 1 John 4, 8. And, and this is where it gets into Revelation, which says, as we sing, holy, holy, holy. Right? This is what the four elders are, the, 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 I mean, the four creatures and the 24 elders were doing. Isaiah 6, 3 says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. 
The whole earth is full of his glory. In Revelation 4.8, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Let's just uh, make sure our eyes are open as see things for the way they really are. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see. I want to see. Lift it up. Let me hear you.
A cute song here that actually has a revelation verse as well. <laughs> this is about thing about Noah and his fate. He built a boat sitting in the sand, told everyone, everyone said, Man, you lost your mind this time. That thing ain't ever gonna float. Genesis 6:14. And make yourself an ark of gopher wood, said the Lord to Noah. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. And he did that. Some people say it took hundreds and hundreds of years for him to actually put that together so let them call you crazy maybe it's true but there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith and a whole lot of hope Luke 137 says for nothing will be impossible with God and here's a revelation verse when it says when God opens a door he will lead you through so I have revelation 3 8 which we read a couple days ago I know your works behold I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. Talking to one of the churches there, I think it applies to us at the body of Christ, obviously, as well. And this talks about, so take every chance you get and don't you quit. Because if you believe it's true, it starts with you. You want to see that throne of God? You want to be part of this amazing, amazing King of Kings and Lord of Lords? Well, just let him not go weary of doing good, for it is due season we will reap if we do not give up. Curtis Grimes, been on the show several times. People gonna tell you you're crazy for dreams or something you wake up from and not pursue. When God opens a door, well, He'll lead you through. So take that leap of faith or you regret what you didn't do Remember, Noah built a boat sitting in the sand Told everybody, everybody said, man, you've lost your mind this time That thing ain't never gonna float So let them call you crazy, maybe it's true But there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith and a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain When Noah built a boat It won't be easy And that's a cold hard fact It can spin you around, flip you upside down Leave you flat on your back And when you think you can't Just hold your head up high Till it rains for 40 days and 40 nights Remember Noah built a boat 
Sitting in the sand Told everybody, everybody Sitting, man, you've lost your mind This time That thing ain't never gonna flow So let them call you crazy Maybe it's true But there's nothing impossible to do With a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope Wasn't even supposed to rain When no one built a boat So take every chance you get Don't you quit Cause if you believe it's true, it starts with you Noah built a boat, sitting in the sand Told everybody, everybody sitting, man, you've lost your mind this time That thing ain't never gonna float So let them call you crazy, maybe it's true But there's nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith And a whole lot of hope wasn't even supposed to rain When Noah built a boat Oh, Noah built a boat draft brings up another verse for us it says and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up it's galatians 6 9 hmm. all right now i'm going to get back into a little bit more word this is kind of more of a word and worship uh service I know today because God just really wanted me to get over these verses these Revelation 4 and 5 and how important this is and it just matched so much of our music we have some other music that's coming up that's beautiful that matches what Revelation 4 and 5 teaches um, but I wanted to hit a couple other verses that this was referring to like you see in Exodus 19 um, you'll see here um, some more discussions about this this uh, powerful powerful God on the morning of the third day were the thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud in the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast so that all the, all the people in the camp trembled. Then Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God and they took their sand at the foot of the mountain. And they took their stand at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was wrapped in smoke because the Lord had descended it on it in fire. The smoke of it went up like the smoke of a kiln, and the whole mountain trembled greatly. And as the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him in thunder. So that's obviously on earth, but it just shows you, again, very similar type of uh, things with smoke and fire and just the awesomeness of God that we had here. And we see in Isaiah, where he had a vision of the Lord in the year of King Isaiah, I died. I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and a train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings, and two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. There's that six wings. Very similar visions you'll see here. And one called to another, said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole 
earth is full of his glory and the foundations of the threshold shook in the voice of him who called and, and the house was filled with smoke and I said woe to me for I'm lost from a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the king the lord of hosts and one of the seraphim flew to me having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from an altar and he touched my mouth and said behold this has torched your lips. This has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. But again, there's there's Isaiah having, having a vision. You had Ezekiel's was a little different here. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but this is the whole thing that he had in, in Babylon where he had a big thing. But he says here in verse 10, As for the likeness of their faces, each had a human face. The forehead the face of a lion and the right side and the forehead the face of an ox and the left side and the forehead the face of an eagle so you can see how in this one the, the beasts actually had uh, each had four faces but again very same creatures same uh, type of thing and you see here in verse 18 and the rims were tall and awesome and the rims of all four were full of eyes all around so these various ezekiel isaiah all the way into revelation we see um, how awesome God is on his throne. And we talked about that root of Jesse, right? Uh, the root of David. Again, back to Romans 5.12 says, And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will come, even he who arises to rule the Gentiles. In him will the Gentiles hope. And a lot of people refer back to this when it comes to Paul's ministry going to the Gentiles, right? And um, Philippians 2, uh, 10 and 11, we've talked about this, so that, at the time of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and, in, uh, and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the God, uh, the Father. And um, that is uh, just some verses that were kind of related to, to Revelation 4 and Revelation 5. Again, we saw the throne in heaven and the scroll of the Lamb. And next we're going to get into what I believe is the, the tribulation verses, verses 6 through 19. And many people will teach um, that this has been in the past or is revealing right now in history. And people think we're in the tribulation. I'll give you the reasons why I don't think that. One of them is right here in, in, in verse 5 that we just talked about, right? Um, when you see here, it says, By your blood you, you ransomed your people for, from God, from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom priests to God, and they shall reign on earth. So this is obviously being sung before he opens up any of the scrolls, right? And yet any of the any of the seals and, and the trumpets and the and the um, actual final bowls have not been have been opened, right? They haven't been exercised. So um, remember the Joshua Net Joshua Project shows that we haven't reached like forty two percent of all the people groups in the world. So I really believe that we have a lot of work to do. And, and when, when, we, when I try to apply this back to the time we're living in now, I turn to Psalm 2 and Isaiah 61 and uh, verses about us not being with spot, the, the church not being with spot or blemish and a lot about taking over the inheritance of the world. Um, but this is another verse that clearly shows, in my opinion, that we, um, by the time he opens up the scrolls, will have preached to many more of these people groups and uh, many of the people will be released from the bondage of the of the of, of this cabal this seductive um, deceiver so they people cannot even get the truth in many cases right 
um, that are even are in the nations that it has been preached to uh, because of the deception, the lies of the enemy. I think that those are going to be taken away for the real truth to be presented accurately and wholly even to the nations that have been preached to um, in general, right? Uh, because many of them have not even had a chance, I don't believe. And God's going to give him that. That's the time I believe we're in. We're going to be talking a lot more on that as we see the seals be opened. I mean, the the seal be opened and get into the... And, and, and here's just another piece of logic for you as you're thinking through Revelation in the end times. If you're looking at uh, what happens in chapter 6 through 19, you're going to see just the seals alone affects a third of the earth, right? And it talks about peace being removed from the earth completely. It talks about um, a massive war and pestilence and et cetera. And then, then right when you get into the very, very the trumpets, it affects the fourth of the earth, right? And so uh, these are vicious, vicious, horrible things. And, if, and I just can't see how people are applying that to the past. Um, yes, it's been horrible, but nothing compared to what these describe, which we'll get into and you'll see. And then uh, obviously the last, the bowl, the bowls affect the entire earth, right? So um, definitely the bulls have not been pulled out uh, compared to what we've seen. So we'll be get into that, and, and you'll, I think you'll see once you really understand that, that the futuristic um, interpretation of this is not uh, for naught, right? But I do want you to understand the pretist as well as the historist view as well as the idealist view. So we'll be reviewing all those type of views as we go forward here so you get a good feel for that and uh, why I believe this is God's doing this and want me to teach this is so you will understand how important this time is. That this is a time to get extremely close to the Lord God Almighty like never before and prepare for his vengeance. As Julie Green has said, as well as what, what uh, Patricia Green just said in her words, is that we're about ready to go through the vengeance of the Lord in Isaiah 61. And uh, that is going to be different from his second coming and his wrath. And we are then going to have the opportunity for the great revival. This is going to be exciting stuff. Um, and so don't miss uh, these teachings. Again, Mondays, Thursdays, and Sundays when we're teaching on the end times. And we'll get into chapter 6 on Thursday when the Lamb that just is worthy that we just read about here, uh, the scroll of the Lamb is going to be opened and the first seals and the horses are going to come out. So we'll be digging into that next. Um, let's dig into, uh, we talked about here, these, these incense that these uh, elders had, right? Which they said, which are the prayers of the saints. There's a song that talks about that that we have. That's uh, beautiful, right? And it's called Hosanna. Um, and uh, remember the word Hosanna in the Old Testament when it was Hebrew was more, oh, this is the, this is the, this is the song. This is a different song. Let me see if I want to grab a different one. Yeah, so this is the this is I'm gonna go to this next one right now, and we'll get to the pray, the one that that uh, I think it's worthy of it all. It's the one that gets into that. Holy is the Lord. We're gonna get into this time. Again, this has a Revelation verse here at the very top because it really starts out talking about Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with His glory. Revel, uh, Isaiah six three says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the whole earth is full of His glory. Right out of Isaiah. But Revelation talks about something very similar, right? We just read it in Revelation 4.8. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is as is to come. And um, the second verse we emphasize says, for the, Lord of, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. 
How great, how awesome is he? Nehemiah 8.10, and do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength, right there. <laughs> and Psalm 47.2 in the KJV says, for the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. And three says, the third verse that we emphasize here says, and together we sing, everyone sing. It's gonna happen and there at the end, guys. Psalm 96 one says, oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. That's why Amanda's words were clearly talking about how important it was to have praise on your lips. Addressing one, remember things change in your life when this happens. Addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Ephesians 5.19. Like to get in after this and maybe one more song. Get into any praise reports you guys have backstage or you guys let us know what how's God praised you and how God has blessed you. Let's see. We stand and lift up our hands for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down worship him now how great how awesome is he and together we
here's the song that gets into uh, the uh, incense. It's the prayers of the saints that Revelation talks about. Um, it's also it's another verse, Revelation 4:11 in it as well. So let's let's uh, look. This song it starts out with all the saints and angels. They bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing. We just read about that, right? Right out of Revelation 4.10. The four and twenty elders fall down before him and sat on the throne and worship him that lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. For from all things and to you are all things. Again, right out of Revelation 4.11, the next verse. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you have created all things, and for your pleasure they are and were created. Then in verse 3, it talks about day and night, night and day, let incense arise. And this is talked about in verse in, in chapter 5. It's also Malachi 1.11 back in the Old Testament. It says, For from the rising of the sun, even to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place is going to be offered to my name. This incense is going to be offered. Again, it was in the temple 7 by 24, so it kept the incense going, right? And now we're going to see prayers of the saints going up all the time in heaven um, as the elders have those incense. How beautiful. He's worthy of it all. All the saints and angels, they bow before.
still and know that I am God. I'm exalted among the nations. I'm exalted in the earth. Psalm 46:10. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise.
All right. We're going to um, just solicit a few praise reports from anybody. I know Chris has one. Anybody else that would like to give a praise report? I just, I just want to give mine real quick. Click is about uh, the how awesome it is just to be in the Word and spending a long time with God. I gave my story a little bit about that over the last few weeks. Um, it happened in Israel after reading the Nathan French book. It's not supposed to be a secret. Encourage it for everyone to uh, understand that about how God wants to speak to you. That's the subtitle of the book. Is God wants to speak to you. It's not meant to be a secret. And uh, it's been a powerful, powerful uh, thing for me. And I uh, feel so much more directly guided by the Lord as I just spend more alone time with Him and really dig into the Word. Um, and just digging into chapters 4 and 5 was a huge pleasure. Um, finding those videos for you guys and just to really be able to kind of make this into a word and worship night. Um, but that was just a huge privilege and fun uh, and uh, for me as I just get blessed when I have to teach, right? I get blessed because I get to go learn all that stuff. <laughs> so Chris, why don't you go ahead? And it should be going to closing 
and we all feel very, very confident that this is exactly what the Lord wanted. So we are just very (laughs) thankful that nothing bad was going to happen. The name of that company just did not sit well with us. And I just felt like with us being, you know, praying against human trafficking, we didn't want somebody buying the house that was going to be a trafficker. Yeah, yeah. That's that's our praise. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, so we um, we uh, pray um, Mondays and Thursdays for people, and this is the time to do that. So if you have any prayer requests, even if you're on Rumble on the TV or whatever, I know there's quite a few people watching, almost 300 of you out there. And so you can go to um, um, your phone in the Rumble and actually see live chat. So I'd love for you guys to go to live chat and put what you want us to pray for you about. Same with uh, Facebook. Let's just let us know what we. You got prayer warriors back here that love to pray, and you can put things um, on the prayer wall at the neighborhood.social as well. You can download neighborhood.social on your phone. It is a beautiful place to connect with other Christian patriots. It's where all these prayer warriors are that are praying for you. Um, your written prayer request there. But tonight, it's, let's do it live when we have the presence of God here. After reading Revelation 4 and 5 and singing all these beautiful songs, we want to lift these prayer requests up. So what can we pray for? I see a question that came in on um, Rumble that says, uh, treasures uh, with the near near them or something like that. It says, is the vengeance of the Lord going to be against the bad guys or who? And um, I kind of answered it there, but I wanted to give a little more thorough explanation. Um, again, it, again, I'm putting pulling together what the, the, the prophets that I trust and have tested are saying, plus what the Word of God's saying, and um, it looks like there's going to be this angel of death that comes similar to back on the tenth plague. In fact, that was mentioned in some of the prophetic words lately. That tenth plague will actually go, and, it, and, and who, who's going to be protected? Those people who have the blood of lamb on their doorpost, right? The blood of lamb is the same thing that we have now. It's when you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. You have the blood of Christ that's protecting you. So that vengeance is not going to hit um, those who are protected by the lamb. But those who don't, it will likely hit in some form or fashion. Now, I think the pure vengeance of the actual death, remember, it only didn't hit all of Egypt. It only hit the firstborn. Right? I think this time the Lord's going to be going for those people who persecuted his church, is what I'm believing. And I'm talking about the anointed, the one Amanda was talking about it in her prophetic word today, that those that are touching things that are anointed, such as the state of Israel. Right? There's a prophetic word that talks about all three of these terror groups that are trying to, to kill everybody in Israel, right? And the Hamas, as well as the Hezbollah and Al Qaeda, um, that are going to go down. Right, so I think those are three that are going to be devastated by this vengeance that hits, because um, that's they're touching the anointed. Right? I think many people that are t- that are attacking Trump, there are many of the people that are attacking the church or trying to infiltrate the church. That's what my uh, thinking is on who is going to be hit, be hit with this ve- vengeance. Right? With that, um, let me know what we can pray for as we move into another song, and th- we're going to move into. Um, Holy is the Lord. Another song that talks about Revelation. Uh, the book of Revelation as we attach scripture to it. Um, this uh, starts right with. Now, you know what? This is this is the this yeah, this is we already sang this. <laughs> we already sang this. So we're gonna go to 16, which is the heart of worship. We just sang worthy of it all. 
um, this is the heart of worship, which is uh, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it. And Mark 8.34 says, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Mark 8.34, Worship the Father in spirit and truth. John 4.23. Again, God searches our heart. He's, you search much deeper. You're looking into my heart how things appear. That's when the vengeance of the Lord comes. If you have the Lord Jesus in your heart, that's the blood of the Lamb protecting you. Just like the Old Testament people in Goshen put the blood of the lamb on their doorpost right only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart that's what he's looking for like in 1 Samuel says there let your heart therefore be wholly true to the Lord God that's 1 Kings 8:61. and this talks about who God is it says king of endless worth <laughs> how much you deserve all I have is yours that's what he's looking for hearts that are going to just submit completely to him the Lord reigns forever, your God, for all generations. Psalm 146. 1 John 2 2 says, He is an atoning sacrifice for our sins and also for the sins of the whole world. Whew. I love this King of Endless Worth who searches, searches deeply into our hearts. Just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within. Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart I'm coming back to the heart of worship And it's all about you It's all about you, Jesus I'm sorry, Lord, for the It's all about you, Jesus King of endless worth No one could express How much you deserve Though I'm weak and poor Every single breath I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself Is not what you have required You search much deeper within Through the way things appear You're looking into my heart 
things and then we're going to finish up with the last song that talks about Revelation as well. Uh, thank you for joining us on this night. Remember you can be backstage with us here where you can give your testimony, you can share things or you can just watch independently, you can praise with us with your camera on or off um, but we'd love you back here. Just go to blessedteach.com and hit the backstage tab. There's a lot of other things that come with backstage too that I think you would love so again that's free because of the pay forward model so we'd love to have you back here. You go to blessedteach.com. That's where you sign up for the show notes of everything I've shown you the last Friday night as with Gus when we taught on the book of John and what I taught on Sunday, what I taught tonight. will all be in the show notes tomorrow morning. So make sure that if you want all those notes for those three days, make sure you sign up at uh, the front page of blessedteach.com. It's also where you can get to backstage. It's also where you can get to the neighborhood. It's also where you can get to the training. Everything's there housed for you at blessedteach.com. Blessed with the number two, teach.com. All right, uh, so we have a couple of prayer requests here. And so um, I was thinking maybe Pam, maybe you could take this first one. 
where it says a um, Karen out of Facebook said I want a great job and for God to protect me until he restores what the locust has stolen <laughs> so that is Karen Wallace from Facebook asking for that Pam would you lift that up I think you're still uh, you're still muted yeah I realized that <laughs> thank you Pam. Heavenly Father we come to you and we thank you and we praise you and we ask you Lord to grant Karen an awesome job and to make sure she knows the suit of prayers and how to take her seat of authority so that she can do it every day and she will get the protection she needs from you just by doing that. And we pray that in the name of Jesus and all the glory, honor, and praise go to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going to see movement here on all these things we pray for. We'd love to hear the praise reports that come out of these as well. This is fantastic. And then, uh, I know, Annette, this is big in your heart because you go to PCR almost every time. Um, this other person, Val Hutt, out of Rumble. So I said, what what can we pray for? And they, he says, the children. So, uh, Annette from Sweden, would you please lift that up? Mm -hmm. And you're, you're, you're uh, muted as well. Mm -hmm. Um. Here I am again. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we are here for thanking you in your mighty name, Jesus, that we can lift up all these children to you, Father. And you know all around the world what you need to do, Father, in that all these situations, wherever it is, and we ask you, Father, that you will rescue all of these children. You will come with your military, Father. You will uh, break down all these forces of evil in the heavenly realms, Father. With your mighty angels, we call for them. We call for your mighty angels. We take that authority in Jesus' mighty name. So you will take all these down, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Annette. And then we have uh, Elizabeth out of uh, Australia. If you want to take it, this next one is Adana, A-D-O-N-A, Adana, Celestial Eckstein, out of uh, Facebook. It says, please pray for my family's health and protection as we go through this tough time. Thank you, Heavenly Father, or oh, Abba Lord. You are just amazing, Father. I just want to pray for Adona and her family, Lord Jesus, that behold, you say in your word, I give unto you power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And Father God, I just pray for that prayer of protection, heavenly angels to align, to be there, Father God, for, for provision, Father God, for amazing miracles, Lord, where just when they come to their lack, that you will give them full, Father, that you are an amazing provider. And we just thank you that you would just give them confidence in you, that they would trust in you, that they would know that you have not forsaken them and they will call upon you and know that you are there for them, Lord. And I thank you, Father God, for, for confidence in their hearts and boldness and courage to know that 
Uh, just a bit more, just a bit more to keep going strong for all the soldiers of, of Christ right now. Yes, it's a, it seems to be dragging on, but, but the Lord knows the right time. And I just pray that all of us just have that ability to just keep hanging in there and believing and trusting and praising the Lord in this time. So I ask for mighty blessings upon this family, Lord Jesus, in their time of need. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Elizabeth. It's beautiful. And we have, well, uh, all of you, thank you so much to prayer warriors out there. Um, that's all we have right now. But I'm going to play uh, another song that has to do with, uh, has to do with um, Revelation a little bit. We just started chapter 3 and 4. I see Karen saying, thank you for these beautiful teachings and video songs. And aren't they just beautiful? I just love these. And this one is about the house of the Lord. Again, we attach every song to scripture. And here we see we have there is joy in the house of the Lord. We're going to have joy. Our God is surely in this place. Psalm, 1, 6, Psalm 16 11 says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. 1 Corinthians 6 9 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you? whom you have from God. And it talks about, we worship the God who was and is and evermore will be. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. There's, there's the revelation link right there. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Right up Revelation 4, 8 that we read earlier. Praise the Lord in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds according to his excellent greatness. Psalm 151 through 2. And the third verse we emphasize here says, He hung upon that cross, the God who heals and saves and rose up from the grave. 1 Peter 2.24 talks about that. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live in righteousness. By his wounds we have been healed. Colossians 2.12, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith. Let's worship the gladness to the house of the Lord. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the my God, He holds the victory.
forgiven, accepted, redeemed by His grace. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Cause we were the beggars, now we're All right, there you have it. We uh, wrapped up today. Um, praise and prayer. We really appreciate you guys joining us. We do this on Monday and Thursdays, as well as do Word and Worship, which uh, is on, again, the same beautiful music, but um, a little bit more teaching. We did a little bit of a crossover on that tonight as we dug into Revelation 4 and 5. Again, Thursday we'll get into Revelation 6 where he starts opening up the seals and we'll talk about the horses, talk about all those six seals and then we'll get into uh, some more discussion about what that really means for today as we apply some of this to today and um, we will get into um, chapter 7 on Sunday and then if you're interested in the book of John and the New Testament we do that every Friday night where I work with Gus as we he co-teaches with me. Um, we really appreciate everyone here on this broadcast. And if so, everybody wouldn't mind just um, unmuting and, and telling the crowd goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Thank Bye. you, yeah. Rick. Mm-hmm. And Bye, everybody. Bye. Shalom, everyone. Shalom. Thanks, Kevin. Shalom. Shalom. Good night, everyone. Good Bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Yeah.